Welcome to the Functional Medicine Podcast. This is a show for practitioners and patients who believe in treating the underlying cause of disease instead of just treating the symptoms of disease. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Mulhern, and my mission is to make functional medicine the dominant model of healthcare. Today, I'm super excited to introduce you to my guest, who is none other than the man behind the scenes, the person who has pushed me and encouraged me and propelled me to do everything that I've done and continue to do. And that's my husband, Ragin' Cajun, Michael Mulhern. Michael, hi. Welcome to the Functional Medicine Podcast. Thank you. I am very happy to be on the podcast today. Let's start by having you tell our listeners a little bit about your background. Let's start with your education and your work background, kind of easy things to talk about. All right, sure. So my educational background, I graduated with a double major in accounting and finance. So that was a a six-year program. I also got a minor in psychology as well. So um, formal education, accounting, finance, psychology. When I got out of school, I went to work in investment banking for a while. And then from there, I went into public accounting and I worked in public accounting for a couple of years. And then I went in private accounting, working for a hospital for a number of years. And then I decided to get into the technology space. And I spent um, about 35 years in the technology space, working for a small mom and pop technology company initially. And when I left the technology space, I was vice president of cybersecurity at uh, Bank of America. So I was in charge of all their cybersecurity, network architecture, network engineering. So it's, it's been a very long road through uh, the technology path. Yes, it sounds like it. And having been by your side for some of it, oh my gosh, I can, I can definitely attest to how complex and complicated the cybersecurity stuff was, network architecture. Man, he would show me these diagrams and I would just shake my head and say, please give me a human body any day. Uh, It's way less complicated than the stuff that you had to deal with. And the numbers, we've said for a long time, uh, doctors don't tend to be great business people in general. And I think that certainly (laughs) holds true for me. I have no interest in the kind of the business side of things. I definitely want to focus more on the people than on the numbers, which is why one of the reasons why we make such a great team, because you focus on the things that I just can't stand. (laughs) So thanks. Okay, so we've talked about your education, a little bit about your work background. So how about you share with people a little bit about your role in our brick and mortar business? Um, So I'll step back and just say that Michael and I own and operate Thrive Wellness Center in St. Petersburg, Florida. So obviously I'm the doctor and I do all the doctorly kind of things. So Michael, what do you do? Uh, Because people are always like, what does Michael do? I like to start off with saying that I do everything that's not clinical. So, you know, I run all the business and technology side of the practice. On the business side, it's, you know, sales, marketing, all the legal stuff, all the accounting stuff, bookkeeping stuff. And then on the technology side, we have a lot of technology in this practice, a lot of automation in this practice. And I'm responsible for thinking about what technology do we need to run this business efficiently uh, and maximize our productivity here. So I'm the one that thinks about all those technology solutions and I implement and maintain all those solutions myself. Where it falls outside of my expertise, then I pull in other experts that are really specialists in that area. 
Um, but I probably um, handle 95% of everything myself. And you drag me kicking and screaming into, into using the technology. <laughs> um, but it definitely has helped our practice. Um, a couple other things. You are also responsible for our HIPAA compliance program, all our you know state certifications and biohazard and looking over applicant resumes and just all of that stuff so I can focus on taking care of people. Now, one of the ways that we have branched out, uh, and for those of you that may be new to uh, Functional Wellness Docs Arena, uh, Michael and I started Functional Wellness Docs a couple of months ago because my mission is to make functional wellness, functional medicine, the dominant primary form of healthcare. In order for that to happen, more doctors have to offer those services, so it needs to be easier for them to implement and we need to um, educate doctors and provide community for doctors. So we started Functional Wellness Docs and now Functional Wellness Podcast. And again, clear, you know, my role is pretty clear in that. But Michael, what is your role in those offshoots of our business? So um, once again, the business aspect, the technology aspect is what my responsibility is. So set, setting everything up from business business perspective, thinking about the strategy that we're going to use, the marketing strategy, the business strategy. Those are um, my responsibilities. And then, of course, the, the biggest um, thing that I have to do is to try and figure out the technology uh, behind all those services, whatever those product offerings are. I have to figure out what technology do we need to put in place to be able to deliver those products and services very quickly, easily, um, just make it as simple and easy as possible for people to learn about those products and services and be able to purchase those products and services and have them delivered to them quickly and easily. Awesome. All right. So let's talk a little bit then about um, in the uh, sphere of functional wellness docs, our premium membership, you play a big role in the um, deliverables, if you will, that, that our members receive every month. Because again, I'm focused on the, the content, the doctor side of the house, but you contribute quite significantly in terms of the technology and how you can help doctors become introduced to technology and, dare I say, even embrace the technology. Uh, so let's talk about some of the things that you can help people with. Um, first one, the telehealth platform solutions. Sure. So when the pandemic hit, we had to, you know, make some changes pretty quickly. So um, I was able to um, research and decide, you know, what was going to be the um, proper HIPAA compliant telehealth platform for us to be able to implement um, in our brick and mortar practice as quickly as possible. So I did the research, picked a solution that allowed a HIPAA compliant solution that very easily allowed people to come to our website, request an appointment on a day and time that was available. Um, literally filling out the information, clicking a button, requesting the appointment, it gets accepted, and then Dr. Kelly gets notified, and on the day of the appointment, literally they're just clicking a button, and it opens up the waiting room in virtual space, <laughs> and then they can have a two-way conversation just like you and I are having to talk about you know, whatever it is they want to talk about. That's so important. 
I remember when the pandemic first hit, you know, talking to colleagues and, you know, looking on Facebook forums and things like that. Providers were scrambling, you know, now 18 months or two years into it, it almost seems kind of like, oh, yeah, of course, everybody has that. Um, But one, not everybody does. And two, not everybody has HIPAA compliance solutions that integrate seamlessly with scheduling software, uh, which has been really, really important in terms of making the automation as streamlined as possible, because the fewer hands you have to get involved, the easier it is on not just the office, but also the patient. And I can remember back when, again, everything kind of first started to fall apart in the world, that some of my colleagues were using FaceTime uh, or Zoom, which, you know, big issues there because those aren't, well, I'm not sure about Zoom now, but at the time, they were not HIPAA compliant. So having the ability to talk to somebody and bounce ideas off of somebody who has explored and researched the various options out there and also knows how to integrate it within a practice setting with that background in cybersecurity, just, I mean, that's priceless. It's priceless. Now, one of the other things that you do is you offer um, consulting regarding digital marketing strategy and resources. So not that you would actually be the one creating and pushing out Facebook ads, but big picture strategy and resources. So speak to that for a second. Yeah. So there are approximately 60,000 digital marketing agencies in the United States, which is really crazy. And last I checked probably a year or so ago, there's about 8,000 different pieces of technology um, to deliver the digital marketing, you know, products and services. So, so it's like 7,000 different applications. <laughs> um, so there's a lot to sort through in that sea of solutions. So when it comes to digital marketing, you know, I can help with strategy, um, give feedback on um, different aspects of Facebook advertising, Google advertising, um, pros, cons, do's, don'ts. Really, I've been driving around um, in that forest for a really long time. So I have a lot of experience um, in that area and that experience um, is very valuable. And I offer that experience to our premium members of uh, functional wellness docs. Awesome. Now, something that we've recently added to the premium membership that we're kind of excited about is the webinar platform. So can you speak to that? Sure. Um, If you go and just try and buy a webinar platform, it's extremely expensive um, on a monthly basis or an annual basis. So I have a platform that our premium members, when they join, will essentially allow them to have their own custom private webinar platform. So they will have a username and password that I assign to them and they can log in to that platform and they can create their own webinars um, just like they would create, you know, their webinar anywhere, but it's on their own little space. Um, They have complete control over it, creation, editing, production, and so forth. And they can have as many webinars as they want. It's completely unlimited. So that comes with our premium membership. So that's a really sweet deal to be able to have your own personal webinar platform with unlimited webinars, which, you know, most of the large commercial ones, you're only allowed so many. 
um, users to join your webinar and then they start charging you for higher, more expensive tiers. So um, that's not the case uh, with our, our platform that we offer. So it's a, it's a really cost-effective uh, way to have your own webinar platform. So would you say it's comparable to like Webinar Jam, EverWebinar? Yeah, I would say it's um, like Webinar Jam and Ever EverWebinar. Uh, so the EverWebinar piece is you record a webinar and then you just kind of put it on autopilot and it runs, you know, 24 by 7. Um, so this platform allows you to do the same exact thing. Um, and then you also could have, you know, a live webinar where you have a live audience that's joining you and asking you questions and so forth. So it has both capabilities, just like uh, the other um, expensive commercial platforms. That's great. And it would be a fraction of the cost. Yep. Um, so it has the ability to do live webinars. And then what you reference, the ability to have it on autopilot, uh, oftentimes that's known as evergreen, right? You keep it evergreen. So it's just kind right. of... Yep. On autopilot in the background. And okay. And then you can also help with content creation, uh, things like blogs and material for a website and things like that. So tell me about that. Yep. So um, I have um, the ability to help people um, create content pretty quickly um, ebooks, blog articles, um, et cetera. I use an artificial intelligence um, software platform that you pretty much like what kind of topic do you want to talk about and then I can feed that into the AI engine and it will start creating and generating content and it's kind of an iteration kind of thing so it's it's very efficient at creating original content so I can help people create blog articles or ebooks um, you know content for themselves to be able to push out into their marketing space. That is so incredible. I know that probably what, five or six months ago, we reached out to some people in our local community, um, trying to use local resources uh, to have them write some blogs for us. And the one of the quotes we got was as high as $1,200 for one blog article. And at the time, we didn't really know that author's style and would it be well-researched and referenced? Would it be the right tone? Would it be the right brand message? So, you know, that's a, a high dollar to kind of roll the dice on. And, you know, yeah, they'll give you some of their sample work, but until they've actually written something for you, it's hard to really tell. So again, what a great value add. Uh, the last piece of kind of consulting for technology uh, that we're going to talk about is podcast stuff because, right, because I pulled all of this together, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> he just laughs. <laughs> we should probably tell people that I am not really tech. I mean, I'm okay with a regular computer and Google and Microsoft and things like that. But when it comes to technology, I tell people it's my magnetic personality that it just doesn't like to cooperate with me. So thank goodness I have a Michael. <laughs> so let's talk about how um, what what you've learned with pod, the podcasting journey or how you can help consult for people that want to implement a podcast. Yeah, sure. So the, the podcasting um opportunity was something that we felt was going to be really good for Dr. Kelly to try and let the world know about functional medicine, um, educate both practitioners as well as, you know, consumers. So it took quite a bit of time for me to do a lot of research on 
the software, the hardware, um, all the integration to pull all this stuff together because there's a lot of different hardware. There's a lot of different software, um, some better than others. So a lot of time went into me trying to assess, you know, what was going to be the best solution for us uh, to bring this podcast to life. So I can help people through that journey because it's not a straightforward shot. <laughs> um, there's a lot to be considered for software choices, hardware choices, integration, quality is a big, uh, a big part of it. You can have low quality, you can have high quality. So um, I can help people with the podcasting journey, um, strategy, um, integration, the hardware, the software, um, pitfalls, etc. So that's the podcasting uh, consulting part that we offer as part of the premium membership. Fantastic. Um, I know we had talked about doing a podcast for many, many, many years. Uh, we had bought all kinds of equipment and we consumed a lot of information about podcasting uh, and the different types of podcasting and the different styles. And so what one of the things that from my perspective as a non-tech person, I'm like, well, let's just make it easy. Let's just grab our iPhone and just do it on the <laughs> iPhone. Like how doesn't need to be hard and complicated. And you can do that. Right. But for something that you want to grow and have a professional appearance, there are other things to be considered. And while the technology can be daunting, I have to say that the solution that Michael landed on to implement for a functional wellness podcast is very simple. Like once you fit the learning curve, isn't really steep. And once you figure it out, then it's like, okay, this is, this is manageable and doable. And it has a lot of cool features. And, um, so I'm really happy with what you've arranged and organized. So thanks for all that work. Uh, we're going to switch gears a little bit now. And, you know, for the past 20 years, Michael, you have been by my side, uh, watching healthcare evolve in this country, um, and you were a massage therapist for several years, but let's kind of put that to the side. And from a consumer perspective, from a lay, kind of a layperson's perspective, what are your thoughts and comments on the healthcare industry and how it has changed over the last decade or two? Yeah, I would say that more and more people are becoming, uh, they're waking up. Uh, they're becoming aware that, you know, prescription medication and surgery is not going to make you healthier and it's not the path to wellness. So I think more and more people are reaching out over the internet and other resources to try and educate themselves on, you know, the alternative medicine space um, to try and find out what other options are out there besides your traditional, you know, drugs and surgery path. So uh, I think there's a very slow awakening that you know, that path is not the right long-term path for most people or the country overall. So they want to learn about other um, solutions and options. So they're looking into that. And I think as time goes on, more and more people, both consumers and practitioners, are going to eventually converge on the functional medicine path because you know, functional medicine is looking for the root cause of chronic disease. 
you're not putting a band-aid over it or trying to cover it. You're trying to figure out exactly what is causing this, you know, systemic chronic inflammation, for example. You know, there's a cause for that and you you have to try and find out what that cause is. And when you find it out, then, you know, how do we treat that? So the level of awareness for healthcare for people is is definitely rising and more and more people want more and more information to understand what options they have. Sure. And as people are learning more, and unfortunately, as more people are developing chronic illnesses, autoimmune diseases, and things like that, I think they want a personalized approach. They don't want the cookie cutter, you know, um, kind of service that is provided in a, in a lot of our in a lot of our healthcare settings, they really want that white glove uh, kind of treatment. Um, and I think a lot of doctors want to step back from the madness of the revolving door of patients and trying to see as many as the health insurance companies are throwing at them uh, in a short time to just make you know the same level of income they made 10 years ago. But in order to provide that functional wellness, functional medicine approach takes more time. So how does a doctor who wants to offer functional medicine services do that without consuming every spare second of their time? How do they make it profitable? How do they make it um, efficient? Yeah, so, um, you know, those particular points is, you know, why we started the functionalwellnessdocs.com uh, website to offer inexpensive tools that doctors can use to try and bring functional wellness tools and technologies into their practice so they can ramp up very quickly. Um, so for example, you know, we offer dozens and dozens of done for you templates from administrative policies, patient education, the whole nine yards. It's all prepared for you. All you have to do is go in and put your information in it. And then now you own it and you're, you know, up and running. So we we have tried to pull together, you know, tools that will help these practitioners quickly bring these services into their practice um, if they're not offering it already or they've wanted to offer that, you know, and they just couldn't figure out how to do it. So we're, we're trying to create a path for them to make it easy to bring it into their practice or maybe they're offering some limited portion of that today, but they haven't been able to really scale it or ramp it up. So we're, we're here with functionalwellnessdocs.com to try and help uh, facilitate that process. Um, and then, of course, with this podcast as well uh, to try and help educate people. Awesome. So what I'm hearing, if I'm hearing you correctly, is that it's all about efficiency and leveraging um, from our conversation, leveraging technology to help you be more efficient, everything from use of artificial intelligence to processes and procedures, to not be afraid of the technology, to use it to help to elevate your practice so you can reach more people with a functional medicine approach. I mean, I talk to functional medicine docs uh, all over the country, and one of the things I hear is it's so hard to be profitable because you spend so much time with the patient, and you can still give, again, that white glove uh, 
feeling for people while making it efficient on the back end with policies and procedures and the technology. So awesome. Um, Michael, we're getting ready to wrap this up, but I would like to have you um, give a little freebie piece of tech advice. So uh, doctors, again, are not necessarily known as a group and gross uh, generalization, I know, uh, but we're not really known for being tech savvy. So what would be one very simple tech piece of advice that you could give to docs out there right now? So um, I guess uh, there's two points I would probably make. Number one and most important is, you know, don't try and do this on your own. Try and do it yourself. Um, You know, you really need to bring some person that has the experience and the expertise um, to do business and technology integration together um, for your practice. So reach out to someone that really that's their expertise and their skill set um, to be able to help you with that. And then the second thing is, you know, there's there's a lot of information, a lot of good information um, on technology products and solutions on YouTube. So I spend a lot of time on YouTube looking at different um, pieces of technology and solutions and what people have to say about them and you know, it's a good resource to really get really good information from people that are actually using the tools in practice. So that is a free piece of information. But most importantly, you really need somebody that really can help you pull it all together into a cohesive solution. Right. So I can I can add a little bit of context to that or a little bit of... Uh... <laughs> Uh, I'll kind of uh, beat myself up. So, Michael, remember when I started my first practice and you came or I came to you, you came to me anyway, we were talking about the uh, QuickBooks and accounting. And what did I say? I said, I can figure it out. I can do this. I don't need to pay somebody, right? I was starting on a shoestring and I didn't want to spend a penny that I didn't have to spend. And, you know, Michael, you've got a background in accounting and finance and you can help. And yes, she could, but it wasn't really fair for me to try and suck you into that business. And so about a year later, when taxes were due, and I realized what a mess I had made of QuickBooks, I had to go find an accountant. And it probably cost me three or four times more to fix all the problems (laughs) than if I had just listened and hired the CPA to start. And I think healthcare providers, you know, docs out there listening, I think we can also relate to what Michael's saying on another level in terms of not going it alone and building a team around you, because don't we advise our patients to do the very same thing? We tell them, at least in a, in my my physical practice, you know, you need to have a wellness team, a wellness team of professionals that are all focused on helping you reach your health goals. And even if we're in a traditional kind of setting, you still have, you have your cardiologist and your gastro and your GP, like you can't go anything important. You shouldn't try and struggle through on your own. And having that team is really important. So I think that was a really, um, deceptively simple piece of advice, but really profound at the same time. And then you kind of uh, 
read my mind in terms of what my last question was going to be, which was to uh, give listeners a free resource, which was YouTube. And yes, I can attest to the fact that you spend hours and hours and hours and hours watching YouTube videos on different pieces of technology that you're considering before we implement. So uh, really great information, really great advice, Michael. It has been such a pleasure chatting with you today and kind of bringing this all full circle uh, and you know, helping everybody that's listening to the podcast um, understand more about the technology component and how it can be leveraged to help their practice. So, Michael, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Any last words for our listeners? Yeah, so the only thing that I always, one of my favorite um, pieces of information or philosophy is you know there's kind of like three people in the world people that you know stand around and watch what happens and then there's people that make things happen (laughs) and then the other third person sits around and wonders what happened (laughs) i've always been a person that makes things happen i think that's why i've been very successful in the integration of business and technology that's just kind of my skill set so i'm um, happy to be able to bring that to clients and members of the functionalwellnessdocs.com website. We can we can really help people. Wow. We have covered so much in today's conversation. So I just wanted to summarize some key takeaway points. Uh, number one, there are critical technological aspects of a practice, any practice, and they include things like uh, HIPAA compliance programs, telehealth platforms, digital marketing, including webinar platforms, content creation, social media, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Number two, more people are waking up to the fact that prescription medications and surgery are not the long-term paths to wellness. People are trying to learn more about other options, including functional medicine. Number three, practitioners need processes, procedures, documentation, etc., to make the practice of functional medicine efficient and profitable. Functional Wellness Docs creates a way to make it easy to bring functional medicine into your practice and to ramp it up. Number four, some tech advice. First piece, he gave us two. The first piece was don't try to do business and technology integration yourself. Partner with someone who has that skill set already. Uh, and the second was to utilize YouTube to look at tech product reviews. I think all those were uh, great takeaways and great pieces of advice. I hope you found value in today's discussion. If you found this podcast worth your time, please take just a moment right now to look down and like and subscribe to this podcast. You can help others discover the Functional Medicine Podcast by leaving a five-star review. Thank you. Until next time, I'm Dr. Kelly Mulhern.